0: companies now look for ways to apply automation in their operations and technology advances, RPA is seen as an integral part of digital transformation initiatives. My guest, Ahed Hamse, that is working with digitalization and automation, is here today to help us understand RPA, how it's used and what to think about in terms of implementation. Welcome, Ahed.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Dana. It's uh, good to be here.
0: Nice to have you here. I'm very glad that you could uh, join us. How are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, that was a long time in, in the making, uh, so it's really good uh, that we have uh, found the time to do this.
0: Uh, yes, absolutely. I know that you have a very busy schedule, so I'm very happy that you could uh, take the time to be with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ahed, you have a long history working in terms of innovation and automation, both in public and private sector. Uh, could you please tell us briefly about your background?
1: Absolutely. So I was uh, previously from from uh, Sweden, Gothenburg, uh, moved to to. Uh, to to Yavla, to to study at the University of Yavle, where I studied industri- uh, industrial management with a uh, focus uh, on uh, logistics and uh, on management, which is two parts that I like very much uh, in my in my uh, work and I've been interested in. And then coming back to Gothenburg after the studies, working in uh, at the state-owned uh, Almi, which is a, a company that um uh, have advisory and and loans to 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 startups, and there I worked with with market uh, with the market, and I worked uh, also as a as a business advisor. And uh, later, moving on, I came in contact or I read about RPA, uh, which is uh, the automation or the technology that we're talking about today, and found a back then this was like 3 years ago a, a newly started company uh, that was named new new innovation management where well, i contacted them and it was a perfect uh, perfect match uh, i was very interested in the company and the company got interested in me so i joined uh, we joined forces and i started at the company Later on, uh, so we don't get confusion later on, the new innovation management company changed names to ACOA, another kind of automation, and here we are.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and your interest for innovation and automation, where, where does this come from?
1: Yes, uh, when it comes to innovation, I think it's uh, it's mostly because we are, or I come from a younger <laughs> generation, uh, let's say, and, and we live in a, in a time that is very fast moving uh, things change a lot and thus uh, the need to innovate and and to 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 keep up uh, basically and you can only keep up with the new times uh, through innovation according yeah, to me um, and when it comes to automation it's 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 more a a interest of management and of of uh, processes and how to make the processes better and optimize the processes uh, rather than automation the automation is it's rather a tool to 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 be able to 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 handle the the, the processes and thus comes uh, the, the interest of automation as well
0: Yes, and, and uh, let us dive into today's uh, uh, main focus, that is uh, RPI, Robot Process Automation. And uh, b- before we just start, where we'll, we'll you explain what is this? I have taken the picture from the Gartner Quadrant, the Magic Quadrant, where we see the different yes. uh, uh, softwares. So basically, uh, what can you tell us about what RPI is and the different software we see in this picture?
1: Uh, absolutely, absolutely. This is a classic uh, picture over here. Uh, the Gartner uh, Quadrant so RPA stands for robotic process uh, automation uh, okay. which basically uh, is a software installed on your computer Um let's say a, a software robot that automates uh, automates automates processes uh, basically. So you teach the robot to do a process. For yeah. example, I want uh, each month our company um, employs a couple of of uh, employees, and and uh, uh, and thus we have an onboarding. We need to to um, uh, for example uh, order a computer a phone and and some accounts and this one person who does this process for each new person that comes into the company and this is a pretty standardized process so why not automate the process and let the robot uh, do that, that process so it's kind of doing uh, processes a, a robot that do does regular processes on your computer or on on a computer Mm
0: -hmm. uh, basically so so basically just to follow up on that we have the physical robots that is in maybe in the production making cars and this is what we are talking about is software in the computer right
1: exactly exactly Mm -hmm. so so when we talk about robots a lot of people uh, for for the first time, a lot of people think about the physical robots like in, in big industries and, and so on. So this is no physical robot. You can't see the robot. Um, it is installed on your computer. works. See it as a digital um, like a colleague of yours mm-hmm. that exists in, in your computer and does, uh, um, whether it's on your computer or another computer, and does, does uh, like uh, pro- processes or, or standardized processes, basically.
0: Mm. Yes. And, and and what also you said that it can uh, it's software that because we mentioned that we have when i work on the computer by myself i have the keyboard i have the mouse so this robot in as a software can how do you say mimic uh, my move the movement that usually a human can do
1: absolutely absolutely so Usually, you can see how the robot works uh, at your interference uh, interface. I'm sorry, Mm. Uh, which basically means that you see when the keystrokes are, 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 when when the keyboard are are, like, when the bot presses the 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 keys, so to say. So, if you want to in in a field when you where you want to log into a system, you will see the bot writing in the um like the username and the password and you see it press login so so all the stuff that you usually do on your computer the 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 bot will absolutely do exactly the same if you tell it to do the same basically
0: mm, yeah ah, interesting and and how is it used today based on what you have seen and on the different companies you have worked with
1: yes so so there's uh there's a couple of of companies that, that provide this technology.
0: Um,
1: mm-hmm. Well, uh, as you can see uh, uh, um, in your picture here, it is like UiPath, you have Blue Prism, Automation Anywhere, Nice, mm-hmm. uh, and a couple of uh, other ones. So, this is basically used as such as you implement, depending on, on which you are. Uh, which provider you are using, um, you, you install the robot, you have some sort of, um, let's say, let's call it coding or, or learning the bot what to do. Uh, and basically, you, 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 you tell it, okay, let's, um, we now want to code this process. And then you deploy it into production and those processes could be uh, as as you have in your picture there it could be in customer services, it could be in accounting, financial services, uh, HR and so on. Mostly it's used in, in uh, shared services uh, as, like financial uh, services and human resources where you have... For example, the onboarding process that we talked about, uh, you get to do it for for all of the company, and then you could implement it for for such service in your company. And it's also, well, RPA is used in different industries as well, Uh, it could Mm -hmm. be used in, because you have those, uh, shared services in in uh, shared service centers in in basically all industries. Whether it is uh, the automotive industry in healthcare, you have uh, those types of of uh, departments and and so on. So you can use RPA in different industries mm. uh, and in different departments within the company itself or organization itself. Mm.
0: And you mentioned the different uh, software providers. You yes. mentioned two of them, and w- w- in UEC, this is Gartner's picture of where they are, the leaders are. But but w- w- there are so many different uh, providers. What should we look for for those who want to implement? Uh, what kind of uh, the differences are there between uh, these softwares mm-hmm. in a more overview
1: way? Absolutely, absolutely. So so if we. Well, usually uh, people talk, tend to talk about those three in, in the top quadrant, the top uh, right uh, quadrant, uh, let's say, so UiPath, Blue Prism and Automation Anywhere, and from my experience, those are the most. Uh, used, uh, mm-hmm. so to say. So, there's a couple of differences uh, with regard to each provider. For instance, uh, if you look at uh, UiPath, UiPath has a open community uh, where you could easily access learning centers for example i want to learn how this works there everything is free there is a community where you could ask your questions there is a community edition uh, type of software or trial software which you could use uh, and so on whereas the other ones or, or blue, blue person for instance are more uh, locked in in that sense so it's not a community-based Uh, as UiPath is and I think one important thing to to have in mind when when you're going to choose the provider is and uh, okay, am I working with what kind of applications am I working with am I working with uh, a lot of image recognition and, and 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 Citrix application for instance then I think for instance UiPath which is the one who's. I think leading the market right now uh, is 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 better when it comes to, to to image recognition and Citrix applications and stuff. Blue Prism has been in 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 the field for for a long time, um, very reliable uh, provider, uh, but not changing in the in the same pace as uipath are doing i think automation anywhere is more used in in like and in america's not not so much in in uh, in sweden i haven't seen a lot of uh, organizations using automation anywhere uh, so far and also i think the interface uh, where you develop the bots are very uh, different UiPath and BluePerson, whereas UiPath has a very easy uh, interface uh, where you can visualize the process, uh, like draw the process um, and very much a library uh, as a tool to to uh, to access your activities. I think we will talk to about that uh, or, later um, blue prism you need to build your library of activities for for instance I want to open an application in ui an open application activity already exists whereas in blue prism you need to build that activity so there's a lot of differences it depends on you as a company how or organization uh, what type of skills do you have in-house and what are the licenses uh, that you want to A license model that you want to buy and such will uh, make make the way for which provider you choose. I think.
0: Mm. So it's the organization need, and I think there maybe your expertise is coming in to choose the right uh, processes to to automate.
1: Definitely, definitely. So it's always uh, the organization need that that uh, that should be the one uh you have in mind when you choose the provider but also the which process uh you need to automate uh, in first place definitely
0: and then my the last question here i had on this slide is regarding the implementation process so so for us that are very interested maybe in an, an organization in an it department want to implement rpa what should we start as the first step
1: yes so the first step uh, I would say, or oh, oh, like if you Google, for example, okay, RPA implementation, the first step is always choose the right processes, for instance. Uh, and what is the right process? A right process for my organization is not the right process for your organization. Okay. So how should I choose the right process? So I think the first step is to to understand. Okay, why do I want to do this? What benefit uh, am I seeking? I think this is the first step to understand what benefits am am I seeking and why are we doing this? And and from there you could choose the right processes. So if you know what benefits you are, uh, you want for for instance, I want to be more. Uh, effective or I want to, for example, I work in a customer service and my objective is to have a lead time or an answer time to a customer on one day instead of 10 days. Then I should look at, at processes that have where we have this pain today, like of of long answering times, and 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 look at those processes, and not look at processes where we can't optimize too much. Hmm. Uh, do you see my point?
0: Yeah. Start with the why. That's what I am hearing from exactly. you
1: exactly so that's the first thing and then after that depends on the maturity of your organization so if it's not a really mature company when it comes to technology and not used to technology and not used to to change and and stuff like that then you need to maybe start with a, a small not so critical process uh, to try it out in, in in your organization and to have the to, to get the people with you basically because this is a technology that when implemented the first time people will may feel afraid because will this bot take my work you know these questions will will arise so you need maybe to test it on a non-critical process and to show them that this is not a, a, a technology to, to, uh, to replace you as a human but it is a tool to help you as a human and from there you know start to visualize the process and maybe re-optimize or, or re, re-route the process look at the process okay this is this when, when you choose the process is this the most suitable way uh, doing the process? Uh, are we, when we do it in a, in a manual way, are we doing it in a, the best way? If not, we, we may rebuild the process and then automate the process. So we don't want to, let's say, automate an already um, faulty process. So let's make the process good optimize the process and then automate it
0: mm, very good advice and and maybe also not be afraid to ask the experts you
1: they, <laughs> take contact yeah.
0: with, with you it's maybe also uh, because uh, that's also the things you mentioned here It's a lot of pre-work before we can choose the right uh, right process
1: of course of course i think the the biggest pitfall here is you know, a lot of those or, or this technology, a lot of times are, are marketed as very easily to uh, to work with. With it, which is true, it is very easy to work with if you know how to work with it. <laughs> so so um, easy to implement, yes, if you know how to implement it. So so to begin with, yeah, definitely, I would say. Uh, ask the experts or or yeah, don't be afraid to listen to other companies or other organizations that have done this journey.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned earlier that the interface and I think we have one video that in this slide will explain. I think this is a, a invoice extraction and processing and we will take a look at this and then you will explain to us what we, we see here.
1: Absolutely. Yes, so so. I think you, you, you saw there's like four or five steps there and there's activities that, that the bot can do, but the power of the bot is when you Combine a lot of those activities. For instance, reading a document, uh, filling in the details and then sending an email. There there you will have a a, a full process. This video comes from from UiPath. So what we are seeing in front of us is the UiPath uh, interface. Uh, And this is what they call the studio uh mm-hmm. which is the developing uh, instance uh or, or the instance where you develop the bot basically uh, and tell the bot how to do it and as you can see there is it is basically as a flow chart mm-hmm. uh, where you have the start from from the, the, the green uh, the green arrow uh the up is the start and then you have the ways where the bot should go and in some instances you have some decisions the the bot needs, needs to consider for instance is this invoice over 500k or under 500k then go this way or that way and um, you have the activities there it's it's a drag and drop uh, basically this tool is, is, is drag and drop tool so, so, so you have the activities and library And then you could, for instance, drag the flow decision activity, put it there and connect it to to the previous activity which will make the bot understand, okay, from the previous activity which maybe is open the application, then I need to take a decision on whether to continue either to the right or to the left.
0: Yeah, it seems it seems very simple as well when we see because for those who have worked with process, this is kind of some flow chart as you said. But one thing I also see is the different SAP. So it can the software can connect with applications. Is is that correct?
1: Yes, basically the software. Um, and, and also, this is the power of, of, of such technology. Uh, the software works in the same interface as, as you as a human. So, if I can log into SAP or if I can log into, uh, I don't know, uh, let's say, uh, Visma or whatever, then the bot can does it. All, all it needs is, is an account to the system. Uh, and then it will use the same interface uh as as i do as a human and it will log in and using the same steps as i do uh, so it can connect to to yeah a lot of different systems uh most systems that, that you can connect with it will, it will or it can connect with all the systems basically that you use uh, using the interface it also can could connect so your iPad has also a um, collaboration with a lot of other companies, so it could also connect and uh, using not the interface, but by using let's say in some type of integration. So you have a set of activities for, for example, Microsoft, and then it will do them um, in the background instead of the foreground in the interface.
0: Ah, interesting, and I think uh, we will post the full video for those who want to see the the, the full uh, full three minutes. But I think we, we will just see that and very good explain there, right? Because now I think it, what strikes me is the simplicity, but also the different connections that you can you can make with with the, the software.
1: Definitely, definitely
0: and I'd, uh, for my next part is what we call i think you mentioned uh, in the previous slide as well what happens with the human in this uh, era of automation and i think the uh, question is that how how should we uh, how should organizations respond when when the, the technology development is happening in this very fast pace uh, what mm-hmm. is your view and advice for organizations
1: well, my first advice is um, don't forget the humans <laughs> basically. so, so uh, you have humans who has done this work or those processes for quite some time. And this may be some administrator at the finance service that have done this process all along. You need to talk with those people. Uh, you need to make them understand that this is a tool and not a replacement. Uh, that you, as a human, are meant to do something, I would say, more uh, more creative or more um, like value um, creating than, than just. Clicking the same buttons uh, all over, and for organization, we we all know that we are in a, we are in very hard and let's say I don't know if this is the correct word, but but somewhat interesting times as well with COVID-19 uh, when when the whole pandemic started and uh, we shut down uh, countries. We tend to forget that there is processes, there is economy that needs to keep going, uh, and there's processes and organizations that are dependent on that processes are keep are kept going. So how do we how do we do this uh, if we cannot automate such processes that should be automated or can be automated? so so i think a lot of companies now will will respond in this way that they will look at okay what can we automate what should we automate and they will start to, to look into it because we have uh, in this month uh, previous months we have seen a lot of yeah a lot of companies that that has been uh, going uh, bankrupt and uh, couldn't do their work because because all uh, all of a sudden everything stopped, and and what if you could still work even if the if even if you need to go home? That's basically what the, this technology is up for.
0: Yeah, and I think you mentioned, this is a new, as a colleague, like, uh, we don't need to replace the human, it can be something that can add uh, value, uh, for example, for myself, I worked in uh, logistics where we do a lot of manual and repetitive tasks on the different applications in the, the computer, so so it's a very important way to see it, that, that could help uh, us humans to reduce our stress and burden when it comes to repetitive tasks.
1: Definitely, definitely. I just wanted to confirm that. I think I saw a report, I think it was like a year ago or something in the Swedish newspaper uh, and specifically in Gothenburg uh, newspaper where it stated that like over 50% of all the workers in, in, in the region are feeling that they cannot or they have tasks that amounts to more than eight hours per day. Uh, which means that they don't have time to do all the tasks during one day which they should do during one day uh, or or which the company have uh, told them to do during one day basically Uh, so when you have this stress uh, of thinking okay i can't finish my job today but i was intended to do that uh, and such uh, you will have people uh as we say in sweden hitting the wall uh basically and getting sick so why don't we use technology that we have to help those people to be able to finish their day feeling that okay now i can go home and if i feel that i have done uh what i was intended to do during the day Mm
0: -hmm. so technology development for the people Uh, not what you what you uh, mean here definitely Uh, yeah, and and as a last question, if we look in the broader perspective, not only RPO but also when it comes to automation, in a broader field, what's your trend scouting regarding this? What will happen maybe in this the future, next years? You talked about the mm-hmm. COVID pandemic. What do you see moving forward?
1: Yeah, so so moving forward, as I said earlier, I will. I think we will see more and more companies uh, implementing automations uh, in some way or another, whether it's RPA or another intelligent automation or technologies. And that's just because we we need to maintain uh, working there during times, for example, vacation times uh, where we know that sweden basically everyone is on vacation now everyone but me but <laughs> that 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 means that uh, that means that companies are slowing down during periods of times and and um, in order to maintain a good uh, set of um, well to maintain this the same like power of workforce and maybe we need to, to start to automate even more. And of course, I, I, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, I'm talking a lot about people and how, uh, how this is not replacing people and how this should be a tool for people. But of course, there will be times where people get replaced. And I'm not saying that this is not happening, but the important thing or what... i think we will see in in our society moving forward is that we need to change the competences of of people so instead of working with stuff that the bot now does maybe i will have a competence or i will learn how to maintain that bot. for instance if the bot doesn't work or if our connection internet connection or whatever uh, breaks then I need to to be one the one for solving that or if the bot for instance need changing in the process that it does we wanted to do something else then we need someone who could do those changes so we will see more and more I think um, new competencies on, on, on the market uh, people learning new stuff and thus creating more jobs than taking away jobs
0: so it's both interesting but also challenges ahead that's uh, definitely that's the 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 way forward but Mm -hmm. i want to end this uh, very interesting discussions we had and also thank you for for your time but before we end i i wonder how people can come in uh, contact with you
1: Absolutely. So I, uh, as I said, I work at Aqua, another kind of automation, you can find uh, me and the company on LinkedIn, uh, Ahed Hamseh on LinkedIn, Ahed had at Aqua.com, and uh, I think those are the two main ways to come come in contact with me.
0: we will share your LinkedIn? Uh, in this post uh, and also in this video, so people can contact uh, contact you. Uh, but with that, I think, Ed, uh, I want to again thank you for taking the time to speak with us. It has been very interesting to learn more about uh, your interest of area, and uh, I wish you a very pleasant week, and also I know that you'll take vacation <laughs> soon. Uh, I I wish you the best, and I hope we can stay in, in, in touch.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Then it was a real uh, pleasure. And-